0: It's time for the Sharks' morning skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusanowski and Drew Ramenda. The Sharks face off against the Anaheim Ducks. Two games against the same team this week, both in the Pacific Division, and they are very important games regardless of the standings. Drew, uh, where do the Sharks go from here after what happened? in three games last week.
1: Well, when we talked to Coach David Quinn uh, yesterday, he was talking about how he feels the team is progressing and the team is on an uh, upward tick. They're starting to expect to win. What he The thing that really struck me was after the game, I thought they played a really good game against Tampa but just came up short because of Tampa's level of skill and level of team
0: what you're saying it was more tampa than the sharks even though there was an error that caused the winning goal well yeah
1: but that's what david quinn focused on was the error at the end of the period a um, couple of them and the expectancy of wins that this team that he didn't give his team the pat on the back he's like hey way to go like i did he smartly was holding these guys to the high standard of we expect to win, and they did expect to win. They had a they had a week where all three games were very winnable for them, but mistakes, poor reads, uh, lost assignments, um, things like that, um, caused them to lose.
0: So you're saying that uh, if the Sharks had to catch a plane after a game and they got <laughs> blown out, and you you really were quick to get on the bus to get to the plane, to you wouldn't say good job. Yeah,
1: we wouldn't say we wouldn't to beat the curfew. We wouldn't. Say that
0: we actually happened, the, by the way.
1: Yes, yeah, so that did happen way back in '91. Yeah, the priorities are, <laughs> that's a good memory, the priorities are winning games. And so these guys are at the point where they expect to win if they play the right way and they get performances from top to bottom, like they pretty much did this last week. Now you got to find a way to put, it, like David Quinn says, it doesn't matter unless you get the W. and. So, overall, I think this team is progressing. I think this team's starting to figure it out. This team's starting to feel good. You asked David Quinn last week about, about are you finally kind of back to normal after all the Europe and travel, et cetera, et cetera. But this team is now starting to figure things out and they're starting to come together as a team.
0: It's interesting. It's, it's also the coaching staff that's starting to figure yeah. things out, too, about who they have, what they have, what, need, what buttons need to be pushed. How do you deal with individual players? How do you get everybody on the same page? A- and so forth. And and all of that is something that is very normal for a team at the start of the year. But the one thing that's more remarkable to me is that David Quinn understands that balance exceedingly well. In practice, I notice he's very positive. But when he's analyzing what the players are doing, he's brutally honest. Yes,
1: absolutely. And you, you have to be. I mean... Sometimes we get into the situation in, in pro sports where we think, you know, by being honest, we're being critical. And yeah, I guess you are. But at the same time, it's not personal. It's, it's, it's the, it's
0: for the. Well, well, it is personal in a sense that the coach is showing he cares.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, for that. But it's not a personal attack on a guy. No. To say that he missed his assignment or made a bad read or didn't do what he was supposed to do in on the forecheck check that caused this or turned the puck over, it's not personal. It's, it's. It is analytical by the coach, and that's what coaches have to do. Sometimes you have to have, as you and I have talked about, hard conversations. And sometimes you you have to bring the guys back to the jolt of reality, which is, hey, yeah, we played well, but you didn't get the W, and that's what matters, and this is why we didn't get the W. Mistakes late in the period, not finishing a game, relaxing at the wrong moment. So, um, I like what Coach Quinn has done. I like the fact the coaching staff is starting to get it, get their, their, camaraderie and chemistry going, um, and you're starting to see the guys play with better purpose and better, uh, better structure.
0: They're three and eight after 11 games. That's the part that stings, especially yeah. given the fact that they could have beaten Tampa, they should have beaten Vegas, yeah. and they found ways not to win those games. Let's go back to the Tampa game, and let's analyze that terrible fourth goal moment with one minute to play in the third period that a team like Tampa has a penchant of executing and where the Sharks went wrong. A lot of people were blaming Evgeny Svechnikov, but it was much more complicated than that.
1: It is, it was a, it's a hard read. Um, Braden Point makes a heck of a play on it. As he comes in, Eric Carlson's fine. He gets back as he's trying to push for the, for the winning for the winning goal as well but he gets back because of his outstanding skating he gets back okay against Braden Point. Braden Point cuts to the middle stops up a little bit. Mario Ferraro on that particular play now Svechnikov is the back checker. I think Svechnikov should be getting his head on a swivel and looking around and saying okay who's my next dangerous man and the dangerous man to me on that particular play is Kucherov skating doing a skate through right to the net. You could argue it's Hegel too on that one
0: but 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 Kucherov was on his side,
1: right? Mario Ferraro, on that particular play, because this is how Mario Ferraro plays, thinks aggressive. So when Carlson stops up, when Point stops up, Mario also goes to him, to Point, the puck carrier. When really what he should do, is get back, come back, come back. You could say you could on that particular play also argue that Mario has got to be reading through the Russian, directing traffic. He could be telling Shveshnikov, Go to Hegel. Go to him. Go to him, and then back up as Kucherov is coming to the net, and that way you handle it. Or Mario can play that as a two-on-one. Mario is always going to play the aggressive play. He tried to jump when the same on car- on point when Carlson was there. Um, that's also a matter, Danny, as you've got to trust your teammates. But that's where communication, we work, Brad Hedekin all the time, does a lot of, uh, uh, it says this all the time, communication's free. That should have been communicated. When you watch that play, it wasn't communicated at all. So, So what you want there is you want Mario to direct traffic on that one. Carlson's got point. Mario could back up all the way to the net. See Kucherov coming. He can slide. He can yell at, at Svetch to go to, to Hagel or vice versa. But one thing you have to accept the rush. Try to play that as a two-on-one until you get the right numbers back in the zone.
0: Now Svechnikov put on the brakes when Point did, but then he didn't go back to going yeah. with Kucherov. Could he have? Could he have seen that, or should he have? Should he have? Yes. Yeah. But again,
1: communicate. Even Svetch coming back, can can yell, "I got him. I'm over here. I got him." You, you try to get your guys to talk all the time on the ice as best, as best as you can. But the overall thing is coming through that, somebody's got to read through the rush, see where the dangerous guys are, and know where the dangerous area is. The dangerous area isn't up where Braden Point holds up up at the top of the zone, up at the top of the circles. The dangerous area is at the net. So that's where you Below have to Below the protect. hash marks. Right. That's where you have to protect.
0: By the way, uh, one thing that also came out of this week, by the end of the week, and David Quinn talked about this, was that the Sharks were mad that they lost against Tampa. They were angry, yeah. and he said that he felt that that was very refreshing, and I do too.
1: Yeah. Last year, with the team they had, we would have talked about good effort boys, bad mistake, but, boy, they 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 gave you all they got. This is a team now, again, that's where the expectancy is. That's where the bars set. That's what David Quinn and his coaching staff are doing. What I like about... Um, about what David and his staff are doing is that they're setting a standard. And the players, when you look at the way that they're starting to get it, starting to understand, that standard is, we're not here to be competitive, we're not here to be respected, we're here to win games. And you're starting to see it. Overall, you're starting to see also the lines start to come together, the D start to come together, and the goalies are giving them a the chance to win. So I like what David is doing. I like what the fact that the players are starting to grasp we're not here just to be a just to be a dance partner for somebody. You're here to win games and try to get to the playoffs.
0: What I'm liking right now as we see the players coming out of the ice. We're at the morning skate here for tonight's game against Anaheim. Is that the uh, the guys that weren't even in the lineup are among the first guys on the ice and they're out working. That that seems to indicate that there's a really good attitude in that dressing room right now.
1: Reminds you of anybody? Reminds you of Joe Pavelski and Brent Burns and Joe Thornton and Patty Marlowe. I mean, I'm not comparing those players to those guys, but I'm telling you the attitude is, if you're not in the lineup, what are you doing to get in the lineup? If you're happy being out in the lineup, what the hell are you doing in the National Hockey League? And none of these guys are happy being out of the lineup. These guys are out here working on stuff. Goalies are always out first, but we saw Scott Harrington out. Good kid, wants to get back in the lineup. Yeah, again you're like i'm liking a lot of what i'm seeing with this team as far as their attitude they're starting to become a team but they're also starting to push and that's good
0: and that's what we want to see tonight the sharks against the anaheim ducks we're on the air at seven o'clock on the sharks audio network with all of the exciting action and we definitely will have Morph coming up today with the teal report that's it for the morning skate for today you've been listening to the sharks morning skate